The FDA is fighting misinformation with memes. And an Arizona hospital receives a donation of $5 million. From the Arizona Medical Association, I'm Shelby Job, joined by Thomas Kushner, and this is Arma On Call. Today is Friday, February 24th, 2023, and here's what happened in medicine this week. Many are familiar with the FDA's role in locating sources of food contamination, approving new products, and monitoring public health risks. Now, FDA Commissioner Dr. Robert Califf wants to expand the agency's efforts to dismantle information across social media platforms. The only question is, does the public trust the FDA to begin with? The FDA has already begun testing misinformation by utilizing YouTube shorts, Instagram, and lengthy Twitter threads. Most of its posts utilize popular trends to relate to a broader audience with a punchier tone. But is it enough? Thomas, what has been the response to the FDA's new approach to social media? Yeah, well, first, you know, it really does make sense that the FDA wants to sharpen its internet behavior to adapt with the times. But the real issue may be more complicated than the agency wants to admit. Dr. Seema Yasmin, a professor at Stanford University, was asked about the FDA's recent social media tone, and they said the real question is, is the FDA a trusted messenger or not? See, a a lot of people lost faith in the FDA after its lack of urgency in addressing contaminated baby formula in 2020, which led to a national shortage, and not to mention a list of other reasons associated with political preferences and personal beliefs. So then it sounds like the issue isn't necessarily just the spread of misinformation, but also who can be trusted. Exactly. And as the FDA continues to battle COVID-19 misinformation on a daily basis, they will also have to hope that they gain back some of that public trust along the way by staying consistent. Well, thanks for the insight, Thomas. You can find more information on this story, as well as all of today's stories, by following the links in the show's description below. According to new data from the CDC, nearly three in five U.S. teen girls felt persistently sad or hopeless in 2021, a nearly 60% increase and the highest level ever reported over the past decade. This data was collected from the CDC's Youth Risk Behavior Survey and represents the first data of this kind to be collected since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. Mental health issues increased among all gender categories, but teen girls and respondents who identified as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or questioning fared the worse. The CDC is using the results of this survey to promote better access to sexual education in school systems and is encouraging educators to pursue stronger personal connections with their students. 5.7% of physicians in the U.S. are identifying as Black or African American, according to data from the Association of American Medical Colleges. This stat doesn't accurately represent the nation's communities, as around 12% of the U.S. population is Black or African American. The nation's shortage of Black physicians is considered a cause for concern, as it is found to be a contributing factor to some disproportionate effects that infectious diseases and chronic diseases have on communities of color. So why is the number of black physicians so low? Well, part of the answer lies in textbooks. In 2008, the American Medical Association issued an official apology for its history of discriminatory policies towards black physicians. 
including an old rule that restricted the AMA's membership to white physicians. In 2021, the CDC declared racism a, quote, serious public health threat, close quote, referencing the history of inequitable access to and quality of health care for Americans of color. One encouraging sign for the future is that the number of Black or African-American first-year medical students increased 21 percent between 2020 and 2021, which shows more promise for a healthier public. And for our last update for Arizona physicians, $5 million was donated to Banner Children's from the James M. Cox Foundation. This donation will help Banner Children's to create a dedicated blood and cancer center at Banner Desert Medical Center in Mesa, a one-stop streamlined pediatric cancer care location in the East Valley, home to over 325,000 children. Banner Health will fully renovate and transform the newly dedicated space into a more contemporary clinic environment with state-of-the-art medical equipment and an aesthetic designed with the unique needs of children in mind, including five new exam rooms, four private infusion rooms, and a space that will allow for wraparound services to support the patient, siblings, and the parents. This new facility is just another example of how Arizona is leading in medical innovation. Well, that concludes the update on Medicine This Week. Medicine This Week is part and parcel of the Arizona Medical Association's podcast, Arma On Call. If you are not an Arma member, you can gain access to our extended print version of Medicine This Week, which we publish every Friday, by signing up for membership today. You can visit azmed.org to learn more. Please be sure to subscribe to Armand Call, and if you're feeling extra generous, share this episode with a friend. We'll catch you next week.